0: Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table.
1: Good morning and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our community who produce, preserve, and prepare our regional foods. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. That cute little theme song you just heard was performed and arranged by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's gotten to be very popular, and she's even sung on the Grand Ole Opry. We're really proud of this young woman, and even more proud to say that she's from Monroe County, Tennessee. This morning, I'm setting the table with pizza, wood-fired, sourdough crust pizza. It's a fairly new pizza place called Adopo Pizza in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. Our conversation is with Brian Strutz, the owner of this place, and it has opened to rave reviews. I've also got information about the Blount County beekeepers and a fellow who needs somebody to haul off a bunch of spent grain. So thank you for your good company here today, and let's hear about this new pizza place in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. We're sitting here at Adopo Sourdough Pizza and Brian Strutz. Good to see you.
2: It's good to see you too, Amy.
1: Yeah, so I just really like this place so much and I'm so happy for you. You put a good thing right here in downtown.
2: Well, so far, so far (laughs) so good. We haven't been open long, (laughs) but the reception has been better than we hoped and uh, you know, we'll do everything we can to keep that going, but like I said, it hasn't been long.
1: I should know this, but
2: what does "adopo" mean? Yeah, um, well, we actually put it on our menu because it's a common question. So "adopo" means "see you later" in Italian. So uh, when two Italians see each other in the middle of the day, and let's say they made plans to see each other later that night, you know, uh-huh. they would, when they were parting, they would say "ciao, adopo," which doesn't literally mean "see you later," but it uh, colloquially means "see you later." So anytime we say the phrase "hey, see you later." they're saying hey adobo Cool. so we're dinner only pizzeria and we hope to see people later i guess that's the stick is yeah, that right <laughs> we've, yeah and this is no joke i i don't know how many times we've lost count of the people who have come in here more than once in our first week that's true. there's been that mean there have been that many people who have come more than once and have made a point to make themselves known and visible because they're just so excited to have something in the neighborhood. Yeah. And that's not like some inflated sense of self or the restaurant that's timing it right in a neighborhood that seemed to have been desperate for a, a nighttime restaurant to have to be a part of the community. Mm-hmm. Like people are walking from their homes from and Gill, from downtown. And they are telling us that. And that's like the sweetest thing, the best thing for us to hear because we had hoped that there was an untapped market of people in this neighborhood for mm-hmm. this restaurant. That was a hope and a plan. Mm-hmm. But we didn't really know. You know, they're all projections and plans. Yeah. So far, I think it's true. So if, if if we keep doing good food and keep giving good service, I think it's going to be all right.
1: Well, so it's wood fired, and you use sourdough for your dough so um for just people listening could you describe the taste of a sourdough wood-fired pizza when you um would compare to kind of the stuff that's always out there in every strip mall
2: yeah i have a tendency to answer this question in a really long-winded way which i'm sure your listeners wouldn't appreciate so i will try to be concise sourdough is a way of leavening bread naturally the other way is to do it commercially with like a instant dry yeast Um, Those for the sake of this conversation are the two ways to get rise out of bread Furthermore sourdough has a different flavor um, Based on how old or young your sourdough starter is So sourdough creates a different flavor, but it's also more digestible Um, The way the sourdough process works, it creates a pizza that's easier on your stomach, in our experience. And that's pretty cool, because pizza is traditionally a food that um, gives you a big gut bomb of sodium and cheese and bread and fat, and, and it's wonderful, and we love it, and pizza's one of the most, if not the most popular food in the world for a reason. But there are many ways to do it, and this is just one way that we happen to love. And so we are making ours from a sourdough culture.
1: I gotcha. Well, this might be private information, but your sourdough culture, is this something that you have found and kept alive for a long time? I have.
2: I've kept it alive for over three years. It's just flour and water, but it's a living thing, and it needs to be fed. Um, If you hold it at a warmer temperature, you have to feed it more often. If you hold it at a colder temperature, you don't have to feed it quite as often. So there's a sliding scale that affects you what you call your feeding schedule
1: well now the wood fire um, what kind of flavor does that impart to the pizza in, instead of like just a pizza oven pizza.
2: it's not quite about flavor so much because the pizza doesn't spend that much time in the oven there's a, some misinformation out there about wood fired pizzas and that the wood is is creating flavor from the wood per se so the pizza's cook in about 80 or 90 seconds, sometimes a little bit longer, sometimes a little bit less. It's really fast because the temperature is so hot. And in order to, to cook a pizza in that time without it drying out, the dough has to be really wet. As you saw earlier, handling it, it's tacky, it's wet. That just means there's a lot of water in it uh, because the water is gonna very quickly evaporate and cause it to dry out. So all that to say, it doesn't spend enough time in the oven to get any flavor from the smoke but also there's a fire in there. When there's, when there's a fire, there's not quite as much smoke. So if the logs were smoldering, and, it, and I could turn the oven into a smoker at a lower temperature and put the door on it, and, and I, we do that, we'll smoke vegetables in the oven and put those vegetables in salads. But at a high heat with a big flame, the flavor comes from the high heat. It'll char the crust, sometimes more than you'd like. You have to be very attentive to it. But the crust, the flavor comes from the heat, not so much the wood. I see. Yeah, you you could do this in a commercial electric or gas oven, Mm -hmm. and it's been done. People have done it. It's not quite as fun to look at. The experience is very different when you have a big roaring fire in a space that's cozy. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, being the one that is cooking it, it's also much more enjoyable to manage a fire, and it feels like... A process that you will enjoy as opposed to turning a knob and just doing the same thing all the time like all the variables of the oven make it very demanding you have to constantly understand how big the flame is or how big the flame needs to be and the size of the piece of wood that you put on the fire determines that Mm -hmm. Um, so you know we start off the day with bigger chunks of wood to build a base of coals which heat the deck of the oven in the overall temperature. But as the night goes on, you don't want to keep building coals, you want to build a flame because the flame colors the dough, chars it. So then you want smaller pieces of wood. I know this all sounds ridiculous that we're talking this much about wood and no. ovens and sourdough. It's funny coming out of my mouth, but that's that's that, that all contributes to what I think is a really good pizza. The pizzas are a little more wet. You know, We make our mozzarella daily. And when I say we make our mozzarella, we're, we're starting with mozzarella curd. We're not, making curd we're pulling curd into mozzarella but we do that because when it's held at at room temperature it stays much softer and it's a little bit more wet and it's milkier and it's at its best state Um, so that's something we do and these ingredients when they're so fresh and full of water it creates a wetter pizza that it's better to eat with a fork and knife but people like to eat with their hands so we cut (laughs) it
1: If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table on East Tennessee Zone 899 WDVX and TennesseeFarmTable.com. After the short break, we'll return with our interview with Brian Strutz of Adopo Pizza in Knoxville, Tennessee. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville, just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles with a full selection of ready-made designs, or they can create custom designs for your special event. And with Valentine's Day right around the corner, we all know nobody does a better job than Peggy Hambright and her team. Always a full line of festive cookies and cupcakes at magpiescakes.com. Since 1992, Magpie's Cakes, all butter, all the time. And now let's return to our conversation with Brian Strutz of Adopo Pizza.
2: So pizza Napoletana is a very traditional Italian pizza with tomatoes, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, crust, uh, your dough. It's cooked at a high temperature. It's turned every few seconds, every 15, 20 seconds. And it's done day in and day out by many different places all over Italy. And it's just very simple very perfect and that's one style of pizza but it's probably the the original or one of the first styles of pizza I don't know I should check mm-hmm. in on my uh, pizza history
1: <laughs> but
2: it's from Naples Italy southern Italy and that's the style they make
1: this is a just a real general question but people that are thinking about coming here and trying it out it's you've obviously got pizza but what other um, things do you have I know you've got salads
2: yeah so we our ideal customer would come in, they would order a glass of tap wine. which we, It's called vino alla spina, wine out of the spigot. We don't call it that, we just say wine on tap, but it's a really good Italian wine. We have two reds and a white. Um, our, our, the ideal customer would come in, they'd get a carafe of wine, they would order maybe a green salad, but we call it verde, um, a pizza margarita, a cup of gelato, and then they would go and they would be very happy, they would be satisfied, they wouldn't be super stuffed. And they just do that twice a week. That's all they would do. But we know that people want more than that, and so do we, we like you know, variety as well. So we have some really non-traditional toppings that we put on our pizza, which are mostly seasonal. You can see our pizza special, that we have a special every night. Last night was with peaches from Mountain Meadows Farms, uh, purple sweet potatoes from uh, Two Chicks in a Farm, thyme from Abbey Fields, um, and that was a white pizza. Um, so yeah so you can expect very traditional pizzas but also non-traditional pizzas but in addition to, to those pizzas we have some cold appetizers that we we serve and are really proud of and we don't have to sell a lot of them but they're there if you don't want to just eat pizza and we always have what we call a verde it's just a green salad with good greens um, fresh herbs like mint parsley basil I, I love being very heavy-handed with herbs I think it just creates a different sensation um, but we also make our own vinegar in-house. We have a big barrel of uh, what we call our house vinegar fermenting on our countertop. And that, that's a red wine vinegar that we, we use with red wine that we have left over from bottles and glasses. And, and it's, it's fun. It's fun to play around with fermentation. But it also has a really assertive flavor. So the Verde salad is very simply dressed with good olive oil, good vinegar, salt, pepper, fresh herbs, and greens. That's one thing. Um, another thing that we do is we do, we do a daily salad oftentimes it's a grain salad like uh, some variation of tabbouleh so it may have bulgur wheat or quinoa or farro or or spelt uh, or um, couscous and whatever market vegetables we can find like that salad is truly what we find at the market that's what goes in it we may run out Um, last night with smoked sweet potatoes local mizuna Um, we say citrus usually that's lemon juice olive oil and then some red wine vinegar and then herbs as well lot of the same herbs we put in our Verde. Uh, We also have a mushroom pate, which is a vegan mushroom pate. It's just a lot of of mushrooms roasted in a pan with some red wine, herbs, a little bit of onion, garlic, and we also uh, put like raw cashews in it to give it body. So if you have a nut allergy, you can't eat the mushroom pate. But we serve that really rich umami pate with our hot focaccia or our pizza dough and some pickled vegetables so there's like hot crispy creamy mommy and then uh the palate cleansing of pickles it's not for everyone it, you have to really like mushrooms which i do but that's another dish we have sounds um, so
1: good my husband would love that cool oh, yeah.
2: well we're we're getting and we're getting better at it and uh you know we don't we have a recipe book for some things but for the most part there's not really a recipe book here you know the pizza dough is you do it off of percentages so like we don't I don't send someone back there with a recipe and say, make the pizza dough. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you have to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also have gelato. We make what we call small batch gelato because we have a small batch freezer. It can only make so much at a time. And This is a small restaurant. We don't need a large batch freezer because that's, one, expensive, and, two, it just we don't need it. But we use Cruz Farm milk, um, and we use espresso brewed by our neighbors at Remedy we have, uh, we, we get whole pistachios, roast them, grind them, fold them into the gelato. You know, we use fresh herbs. You know, one of our servers brought in a couple bags of mint and we steeped those in the cream and the milk and made a mint or basil mint gelato. Um, pizza and gelato are both, really they're blank canvases. They're perfect foods and they're overlooked and often not made well. And if you take care of the ingredients that go into both of those, you, you can create something really special
1: And if you just tuned in, you're listening to an interview with Brian Strutz, owner of Adopo Pizza in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. When we return, we'll join Brian with our conversation, and I've asked him where he sources his local ingredients, and I had to ask him about his lovely wife, Jessica. She is a high school teacher at Carter. So that's coming up. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee, Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Way. Let's return to our conversation with Brian Strutz and his concept of locally sourced ingredients, also his sense of community and the restaurant's place in his neighborhood. You mentioned abbey fields so do you get a lot of your products and herbs and things from the local growers or
2: yeah so there's a it's definitely a hot debate about restaurants and sourcing yes. things locally and one thing we really set out from the beginning to do was to not kind of pander to that and not not say we're a local restaurant with all our food, because it's impossible to source everything. I mean, our our flour comes from Italy. Mm -hmm. Our tomatoes come from California. Um, Those are what we we think the best versions of those. You know, we can get seasonal vegetables here, and we get them, and we do seek them out. Our cheese curd, no, we don't get locally. I've talked to local producers of cheese and asked if they'd be willing to start making mozzarella curd, but they don't yet. Um, It's just a a long work in progress. Um, So Mm -hmm. as far as the vegetables concern yeah we're making great efforts to buy locally um, but as you are very acutely aware there are seasons Absolutely. and that changes things and we're prepared for that we're prepared to run out of pea shoots on the beetroot pizza and put mizuna on it both of which we got from abbey fields which answers your question what you know what are you getting from abbey fields and where? what else <laughs> so this as anybody who's opened a restaurant or planned a menu knows if you're trying to source things locally you, it happens over time it evolved and you build relationships and that's what's happening now we're building relationships and it's mm-hmm. not phony and we're not gonna advertise like locally grown this and that but yeah. it is a lot of it is but I, like I said I'm, I really don't want to pander to that because you get into trouble very quickly mm-hmm. because it is impossible to mm-hmm. do uh, but I sat down with Brenna from Abbey Fields uh, a couple months ago Brenna and Daniel both and was like, you know, we love you guys. We want to buy a lot of stuff from you. This is what we'd like. We can buy a ton of it and we will buy it from you, however much you have. And so they, we actually gave them a head start. So they started planting for us specifically. Yes, yeah. And then the urban farm, which is what, four or five blocks away, is really, that's where we're gonna get a lot of stuff ultimately. I think there's been some misinformation that we're currently getting a lot from that farm right now, which we are not. Mm-hmm. What we're buying from them is coming from their other farm at the standard knitting, knitting mill, but that's still just a small percentage of the vegetables we can get out. We also go to the farmer's market every Wednesday, Saturday, stock up, create our, our vegetable dishes with that. Our our pizza specials have always had some vegetables from the farmer's market. Um, but it's just a small scale, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I can't sit here and act like we're changing the world, but because we're a small restaurant and because we have two blank canvases to create with, pizza and gelato, we can do that. We can make those decisions to spend a little bit of extra money on a quart of locally grown honey. And that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it is what it is. It's, it's not changing the world, but it is putting money into the pocket of my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And it's supporting um, a good mission and a local economy. That's, that's, that's And it's not just about the food, as I just said. You know, our our space was built out by our neighbors, by people who have lives and businesses and jobs here locally. And I could have very easily have went online and purchased all this stuff, and I didn't. Some of it I did, but the big piece is no. You Mm -hmm. know, doesn't just have to be about the food.
1: Well, I I want to recognize Jessica, your wife. Yes,
2: yeah, she is a high school music teacher, but she's doing a musical theater program at Carter High School, which is really cool. They hadn't, didn't have one for a long time, and she started that back up several years ago. And anybody who's been in high school, which is everybody, knows that drama is a pretty special thing. Um, not everybody likes it, of course, but it tends to attract some of the lost sheep in a school, you know, people who don't really know their identities yet or are, are kind of stumbling through high school they they often end up in drama and it seems to bring out some really cool qualities in kids and, and and she has seen and i've seen of course looking in through her a lot of kids just blossom like grow in so many different ways like uh, as adults you know as thinkers as creators uh, she 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 has them a part of the whole process like Raising money for the show, managing that money, you know accounting for it, um, building the set, gathering things for the set, um, having a tight schedule, you know owning up to mistakes. like there are so many life lessons to be learned in a production, whatever that production is and hers are musicals. and these kids are just I've seen their lives change dramatically and that's really cool. It's really inspiring to me um, to watch that. The community has been good to her. At first, it was tough. Carter's a really tight knit community, you know, and and she's not a pushover. She's, she demands a lot from her kids. She has high expectations and she's not afraid to discipline them. And nobody likes that at first. That's that goes back to what I was saying earlier. The long term, genuine mentality is not always easy at first, but it works in the long run. And she, I learned that from her. Like I, I was more of a short term guy before her and her family. And I get it now, but it took some time. But so she also teaches choir. And was teaching history of rock and roll, but she's not anymore because I asked her not to because it takes up so much of her time. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to really need you during this year. I'm really sorry, but can you back off a little bit? And, uh, and thankfully, she has good administration that um, supports her, and she still works there way more than you'd ever think a oh. human being could work as a teacher. Oh,
1: I bet she does.
2: But she puts a lot into it, and the reward is great, too. The kids the kids enjoy her. They love her, and, and that's really fun. I could seriously talk about this for a while too, so if you need to cut me off, go ahead.
1: Brian Stries, thanks so much for being here.
2: Mm, thank you for being here.
1: What did I say for being here? Uh, okay, let me, let me No, it's
2: actually that. kind of funny that you said that because we say that to our guests. Like that yeah. that's not really planned. Uh-huh. It just started coming out like we, you know, when you when you work so hard to open something and people come up and show up come and show up for it. We just like, want to thank them for being here. Like, Thank you for being here. It means a lot. So I'm finding myself saying that to everybody that I talk to. And I try to talk to people in the dining room because I really am grateful. So, no, it's perfect. I think you saying thank you for being here is perfectly adequate. Yeah, thank you for being here too.
1: Adopo. Adopo. If you just joined us, you've been listening to an interview with Brian Strutz, owner of Adopo Pizza in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. A link to his business and a picture of Brian are under show notes under the tab that says listen to the show at tennesseefarmtable.com. Here are a couple of things that might be of interest to you. The Blount County Beekeepers Association meets at 6.30 p.m. the second Monday of each month except September and December at the Blount County Public Library. More information by contacting Dennis Berry at 865-414-2116. I have an acquaintance who is looking for a beef farmer or a farmer to haul off approximately 250 pounds of spent grain from his distilling operation two times a week. If you have any need for this material and can consistently pick it up twice a week in the Jefferson County area, please get in touch with me at TennesseeFarmTable.com and I'll put you in touch with this person. I've also listed the information of the Blount County Beekeepers Association meeting at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Just look for the link that says listen to the show. Thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. Hope you can join us again right back here next Saturday at 9 a.m. on the radio dial at WDVX.com out in Knoxville or anytime on our podcast, TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself and sung, arranged, and performed by Emmy Sunshine of East Tennessee. More information about Emmy Sunshine at emmysunshine.com That is spelled T-H-E-E-M-I-Sunshine.com. We hope you'll reach out and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and also our podcast on TennesseeFarmTable.com. And please tell your friends about us. We want to say thank you to WDVX Radio out of Knoxville, Tennessee. They are a true community-supported radio station that does not receive funding from universities or government agencies. The community and businesses support WDVX. Through an agreement with WDVX, they are our media partner, and the Tennessee Farm Table Show is broadcast on that station every Saturday at 9 a.m. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.